I'll slow it down to like one and a half fast talkers. But like most people who do podcasts don't talk fast enough for me. Fair. Um, especially the like especially the people who have like hour and a half, two hour long podcasts. Like they drag shit. Yeah. You know, and they drag shit out or like the like I hate that like five seconds doesn't seem like a lot of dead space. But when someone's just podcast, it's yeah, that shit lasts a long fucking time. Yeah, so time. when someone like when they're like someone when you can tell everyone's flipping to the next page of the like uh-huh. commentary, they're leading up for their next trend, you know, like or the co- podcasts that are have naturally have commercials because they're live, but then the podcast version they like lead into a commercial. Yeah, like oh, yeah, this seems like a good time to boo boo boo. Yeah, word from. Dollar Shave Club, Dollar yeah. Shave Club, shave your balls. All right, back to what we were talking about. Yeah, I don't know. I always thought like it don't make the conversation seem organic. Yeah, no, it seems it's everything seems so scripted. Yeah, and the, but then you have the like completely scatterbrained in where like what are y'all talking about? It's like where are we go or the podcast where there's so many in jokes mm-hmm. that that you need to be listening the whole time. Right, that's all it is, and you yeah. just lose yourself in that. I mean, like, I mean, one of my favorite podcasts. I like expose someone who plays Destiny to it, and they only got about half the podcast because there's if you haven't followed along with specifically their journey with the game. You wouldn't understand a whole lot of their experiences. Like, we, the community fucked up on some shit. But, like... What do you mean? So, for instance, like, in their playthrough for the Day One raid, you know, they had... They, like, they were having obscene glitches. But they were funny, like, getting launched, <laughs> like, launched yeah, into yeah, space. Yeah. And, like, literally, like, the game, like, the game wouldn't... Uh, or, like, you couldn't end the boss fight because this one person is still alive and flying backwards through your oh, oh shit you know so like t- like they'll they'll re- respond to a whole team's down yeah <laughs> so like they'll reference moments like that that you weren't around for you know and it's kind of often they'll just be like oh a vault moment right and like well, the, one of those <laughs> yeah. vault reinforcing things like, we yeah, don't know and, I don't and, know what you're talking about yeah they'll evolve into a whole 20 minute conversation about raid bugs that like you probably have an experience because you did bang one Damn, during that 20 minute conversation there's so many fucking side joke references mm-hmm. to shit you don't understand it's like bro I just listened to a 20 minute conversation about something I vaguely get what they're talking about with the, the shit they've been saying I don't know what they're saying yeah. and like so on your podcast even when like y'all go, like the in jokes and the random tangents the topic changes quick enough that like okay you might not have gotten this joke but so, like we, we're, we're next <laughs> right, like, move you, on. but like it's not like if you fifteen minute or fifteen seconds skip twice, you're onto another topic. Whereas, like you fifteen minutes or fifteen seconds skip on yeah. one of those, you're still in it. Skip, still in it. You're skip, still in it. Skip, still in it. Skip, still in it. Other thing I don't like is, especially because I listen to podcasts at night, is the dead air in podcasts and and the dead air in sandbagging I don't like sandbagging podcasts but it goes on too long like I get like somebody said a thing or made a joke that wasn't funny so you you, you make it known by talking about it alright 
that type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, eventually that shit goes on so long. It's like, it's, are y'all motherfuckers even still there? Like, yeah. is the podcast even still on? And by that time, I got to get up. I got to fiddle with it. It's, it's going on too long. Yeah. And well, your shit is just every fucking 20, 30 minutes is just a fucking 10 second sandbag of just silence. Like, <clears throat> that shit breaks the fucking immersion. Not, not the immersion. I don't even know what the fuck you call it, but I definitely. It, it doesn't make the experience. Yeah. I definitely don't want to keep listening to that shit. The whole fucking time. So, welcome to a, a kind of like a bonus episode of the Dumpster Fire, and I kind of want to do a 2020 wrap up because Haki, I know the last podcast I said this is going to be the last one for the year, but 2020 has been a hell of a fucking year. It's been. All types of ups and downs, a whole lot of downs for a whole lot of people. We've been all over the fucking place, quarantines, mandatory vaccinations, fucking all that shit. And 2020 has just been wild as shit. And I kind of just want to just go over a couple of those things, you know, just, I don't know. See a opinion on that shit. Yeah, year to year you. It's 2020. We're still here. There seemed like there were 60 days in March, and now somehow it's December. Man, I had a kid in March. I had my first son (laughs) in March, and this was in a hospital legitimately days before they started locking hospitals down for the COVID shit. Motherfucker. Days like when they were like, okay, talk about discharge and having the, the person come through and sign the papers and shit like that. Like we're literally watching on the news, like okay, uh, COVID case turned up in our area. You know, yeah. what I'm, I'm watching this shit happen. I'm like, oh fuck, a uh, hospital in close main city has been locked down for this shit. I'm like, bro, we got to get the fuck it's out local. of here. And it wasn't real till it was local. Yeah, exactly. Got out of that bitch by a close fucking call. And the roller coaster to 2020 started, began. Started off with Kobe dying. Damn. That was fucked up. I mean, everyone said if he left basketball, it'd kill him. Wait, what? <laughs> Who says that? No, but like we, everyone thought Kobe was gonna play forever. Like we thought Kobe was gonna he be the first fifty-year-old in the NBA. He could, you know, and it, it's it hurts so bad to cut his life short, you know. And I remember at the time I was working at a sports bar, so like it was on repeat. Like I couldn't have been more sad about Kobe being dead because like it never went away. We had people in there in their jerseys just they couldn't that was get enough wild as shit. It was it was to read that headline, that shit was memorable as a motherfucker. It's like ain't no fucking way. And then his daughter being with him, like that made it be yeah. so much worse, you know, like we had the future Mamba. I honestly thought his daughter, like Kobe she and his daughter were gonna change the NBA or yeah. the WNBA. I like I thought enough of his fan base plus her being sick would have changed the WNBA. Mm-hmm. We never even got to see that, you know? So, like, not only was it his life that was cut short, we didn't get to see what legacy he'd leave on us. You know, it was another young girl's life cut short. Did they ever find, like, whatever fuck, like, the pilot was on? Like, one of those suspicions of that shit? Like, what, what was I, the deal? I, I didn't hear about that. What I heard what, about the crash was, like, 
they shouldn't have been flying so high up in the air. You know, but he he made the pilot made the call to go higher to avoid a storm. You know, he thought he could like in the helicopter go above the turbulence. You know, and like it was supposed to be like that. You know, and I I mean I'm not a pilot, nor have I ever like flown so that's a helicopter. It's just not supposed to be like that. Yeah, it's, like I you ain't supposed to be doing that. Yeah, like well, I, and I guess like private helicopters is a whole other game. Like you. I wonder what the license is. Just I just fly helicopters pop privately. Like yeah, I can't fly a motherfucker off the side of a cliff face to save his life. But <laughs> I can take your ass around the city a couple times, show you some nice shit. I seen a fucking autopsy. Uh, I don't know what you call those things, but it's basically like a sketch of like the the injuries to some of the people that autopsy report. Yeah, and like. One of the shits was just the top half of a person. Like, that's just what it was. Like, the autopsy report, they just drew, like, top half, like, body severed. What? Helicopter crashes is fucked up. That's why I ain't trying to be in one of them bitches. All right, man, I don't know, man. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be like, oh, I, I don't want to be in a helicopter. Like, I don't want to fly to jump out of that shit. Yeah, me too. Like, <laughs> like, I'm trying to go skydiving at some point. But you know, I, I want to go skydiving. You got to at least get me there, yeah. bro. And I kind of want to just like jump out of like take me far enough off the coast to where I can still see it, and let me jump out into the water. So, nah, you hit the water at enough speed. That shit like motherfucking concrete. <laughs> that is not yeah. gonna save you. Yeah, but it seems like fun. Like. Definitely does. Like, I, I definitely... Mm. I want to do, like... Especially, like... Because you get to a point... Now, like, I've already seen it as people get older. Like, you hit a point where it's not that you're not willing to do certain things. But you know the risk of injury isn't worth it. You know? You don't see 40 and 50-year-olds at the, like, mountain ridge. Like, yeah, we're going to jump down this 20-foot rock slide into this tiny little pool of water and hope it's straight. <laughs> no. You know? Like... It needed to have a tourism guide, a lifeguard, and everything else for a forty-year-old. All to jump types off. of shit, you know. But like, kids would be like, "No, we found this sixth spot. Let's go jump it," you know. And like, as you get older, it's like the willingness to take certain risks just goes away. And if twenty twenty showed us anything, like people asked why, why this, why that, everyone acts like the world's ending. You know, I didn't get to do all the things I wanted to because of COVID. Well, you, you definitely did not know if the world was ending or not because there was some wild fucking shit going on in the world. You had fucking wildfires. Do you remember those fucking pictures that was going on of, uh, from San Francisco and shit? Yeah, we're over The whole here. goddamn sky is I mean, orange. and Australia too. God, all fucking Australia. Like, if you're talking about Australia was on fire. Yeah, I mean, we lost rainforests. Like, damn. Like natural occurrences paired with a human disease, or human affected disease. Like it was crazy. Like the world, literally, the world was on fire, and we're sheltering in place because like motherfuckers got quarantined and shit because of COVID. COVID was the COVID was the biggest shit to happen this year. I think. I mean, like we're gonna look back on 2020 and be like, that changed a lot. What? I mean, you look at how much money got made. Like, there, there are whole industries that were like, they just needed a break, and COVID was their break. And then there's whole other industries that COVID That's was the like end of their existence. Them. Hospitality. Yeah. 27% Fucking. unemployment. Ooh, mother. Ugh. 
That's no a one, failure. Yeah, no one in the world thought we could like hit a like. No war happened. Nothing happened. We just had sickness, Disease. and it plagued the whole globe. You know, we I'm went from disease. I, I remember we were literally on spring break. You know, like oh, when, it, when it actually spring, like hit yeah, locally. Like, yeah, like kids are on spring break. It's starting to get nice outside, yeah. and like, and then we transition from like start being like we're already making summer plans. People are scheduling vacations. Then it was a speech. Hey, uh, shit's getting real. So you want to stay or you want to go? Type. Oh thing. yeah. It was. It's never been such a good time to be a TV doctor. Put me on there. You know what I see enough of? Sanjay Gupta. He has been on TV telling me healthy oh, stuff my oh, whole life. Telling me all types of shit. Oh, these doctors is eating. Doctors is eating right now. <laughs> the COVID shit. The COVID shit is wicked, and it changed a whole lot of shit. Like I see the post. It was like one of these days you are gonna find like. A old pair of pants or some shit, an old coat or some shit from back in the day, and that shit gonna have a face mask, mask in it. Yeah, like oh. Did you see shit. the homie doing? Uh, he's making twenty twenty time capsules. So like, you get with him and put all your memories from this year in a time capsule, so That's we can really big, talk yeah. about how twenty twenty was. You know, put your favorite mask in there. Put the book you read during quarantine. Put your favorite news article. Because yeah. like some of this shit, like think about it. when we go back and look at the papers from this year. Like, think about how many articles you could have read that just didn't seem real, and especially if you took yeah, them back true. six months. Like, the same conversation from six months ago was not what we're you having. You would have seen, like, a fucking conspiracy theorist talking yeah. about the shit we legitimately experienced in 2020, and now we about to end the shit with mandatory, back, uh, mandatory vaccinations and shit. We started off with a fucking global pandemic, like, countries We, we didn't even start off with a global pandemic. People were excited as hell about 2020. This was like a yeah, number yeah, year this, that like this was gonna be the best year ever. This was your shit. Like you started, you rang in twenty twenty like this was some hot shit. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> twenty twenty clear vision. Like yo, about <laughs> that shit. You fucking right. Twenty twenty clear vision. I forgot yeah. about that shit. That was a whole hashtag. Yeah, you know, so like, was hype for twenty twenty. <laughs> you know, and we made it through winter, and then Kobe, like you said. Yep. And then literally, it's just like, how many punches could the world take? Somebody said that shit too loud when Kobe died. That's all that was. Yeah. God damn, what else can go wrong? 2020 start off fucked up. Wrong. How many fucking uh, 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 celebrity deaths and shit we had in 2020? Like, 2020 was just a dark fucking year for... Just a dark fucking year. <laughs> But I will say, there's always light in the dark. You know, a lot of great things happened this year, too. You know, a lot of people staying at home. True. You know, started their own businesses. Being out of work kind of created new opportunities for some folks. I'm not saying it was great for everybody. But, you know, a lot of good lot things of came out of this year, too. Passion. Yeah. You know, you know what else popped up a lot? Gun owners. Yeah. The whole Second Amendment right got super flexed during this I mean, shut down, which is weird. Just shows you the spirit of Americans. Like when we say, "Hey, shut down some pandemic," we're gonna shoot the virus to death. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it was also a cause of like there are a lot of people upset about the mandates that were being enforced on them. You know, every time something crazy sweeps the country, mm-hmm. people start getting all up in arms about taking away liberty. 
Because for a lot of people, the mask isn't about wearing a mask. It's about that idea that you become a sheep as soon as you you like start listening to the government for everything. But True. I mean, at a certain point, you can't argue with science. I understand you want to argue hey. with the news. Like you can argue with the news. Trust me, I don't believe in the news all the time. Like you can be mad at the news, but like, like the news you can't the argue sun science. Was crashing into Earth. And every day you woke up, you seen the sun getting incredibly closer to the earth, shit getting hotter and hotter. At some point, you gotta just stop believing the news and protect yourself. Yeah. But it's like, these people will look at the fucking danger, i.e. the deaths in these COVID cases, and be like, nah, nah, that's some politics and shit. What do you mean? Like, people are legit dying. At some point, you gotta drop the, at some point, you gotta drop the whole media influence but people ain't doing that shit and like i would play the full advocate for the other side just as many people died this year as we're on track to die this year regardless of covid covid did not kill so many more people that it spiked the death rate in our country and or globally yes a ton of people died and were affected by it but it hasn't been any more deadly than people that would have died anyway and some of the numbers have been reported to be inflated you know, and I think with the way this pandemic was handled, there's never going to be a true count on what was actually a COVID patient, a COVID death, mm-hmm. or the number calculated. Because, like, the whole world is trying to protect its people. You know, in one way or another, every country's kind of doing it a little bit differently. Every state, every local government is doing things a little yeah. bit differently. You know, but it, it, I think it really showed how small the world is and how human we all are when this pandemic hit. That's true, too. I don't know. I just feel like... For COVID to come in, COVID-19, let's even give it two years, that has been, I guess, killing people. The death toll of people associated with COVID. You kind of shut down a conversation early. It was like this false claims that people, you know, just died. And they were like, tag up. Put a slap of COVID uh, fucking case on this motherfucker yeah. and call it a day, right? Kind of threw that off. But then at the same time, it's like, uh, let's say drunk driving kills XXX amount of people a year over the course of so and so years would add up to the amount of people who died from COVID this year. So that should be a warning flag to say that, okay, people definitely, definitely, definitely do die from this random new shit. Oh, no, I I was not disputing. From the random new shit. So you can look at it and be like, okay, enough people are dying strictly because of COVID. Yeah, but like I said, I want to pay the counterpoint because I know everyone wants to argue about COVID numbers, but like the flu kills a lot of people every year. Heart disease, cancer, like the leading causes of death in the country, in our country and globally, are still the same leading causes of death. You know, COVID hasn't turned. That's a wicked stat, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I, I mean, I'm not trying to be funny about it, but like you look at the COVID deaths in relation to all the people who should have died. Like at this point, globally, you know, less than two hundred million people have died, and that is extremely sad that two million people have died, or close to two million people have died from COVID. Right. But in just America, every year, almost 3 million people die. In just America. A year? A year. Normally. Normally. Without COVID. Yes. But well, what is our number at right now? 260,000? That's a big-ass chunk towards the 3 million that's normally going to occur. Yes. But, again, to play that advocate, a lot of the, like, some of those people were going to die anyway. The average age of the COVID death is higher than the average age of America. Most of them were going to 
die anyway, you know? You know, and I hate to be morbid about it, but, you know, there is multiple sides to the issue, and I think COVID is very seriously, and we all need to take it very seriously, but I think there is some falsality in the level of fear that we are spreading and living through with it. Yeah, because what is the death rate? Like fucking 0 2% or something? something I think it's higher than that. We, we have... 2% maybe? I, I was looking at the numbers this morning. I don't want to misquote it because I've been trying to be as factual as possible with the numbers I'm representing here. Um, Fact checking will kill this podcast. At me in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> at me in the comments. I'll fight you on Twitter. Geeky <laughs> <laughs> Greek Boy on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? Oh, at... Geeky Greek Boy at Twitter. Follow me, I'll argue you there. I'm probably at your only black friend. For real? At yeah. your only black friend? I mean, that was all my shit. exactly how it's... Yeah, how that, it's was, that was my shit. Like, Shut my up. Instagram before I started my business <laughs> was at only black friend. Shut up. Like, I was made to be a content creator and I dropped the ball. You know, I could have been a whole personality. But, like... It's not too late. It's never too late. I'm actually... Teaching yeah, my but, kid right now. But I mean, is that the perfect transition into like the Black Lives Matter, the protests, the outrage, the racism the world had to face or the U.S. had to face yeah, this year? Yeah, because at some point now I have to tell my children about some wicked shit. Not saying that now it's just stressed highly, but like for real, we're under a goddamn pandemic and cops are still fucking killing black people. So like the whole the whole stranger danger and all of that shit and if you see something tell something all of those values get thrown out of the window if you report wrongdoing teach my daughter to report wrongdoing mm-hmm. to fucking police and they're just gonna show up and either shoot you or somebody you're around mm-hmm. unjustly like I mean and that the gut like police using guns is where people want to start harping on gun laws again it's just like do you not want our like, do you not want police to definitely serve? should have guns. guns and like on the same well, note? Should, I feel like we should all have guns. Yes. <laughs> that, first of all, like everybody, motherfucker, y'all are not geniuses. The people who wrote up this shit thought about this in the first fucking place. If we're gonna have a goddamn military, we should also probably just let the people have guns. Yeah. Because sometimes the military is gonna, if they're led by one person or a group of people, they might get corrupted or something. Gotta, yeah. We gotta write it in that our people can protect themselves or some shit like that. You know, and I think a lot there of the sto- standards in place. Yeah, and a lot of the stories that break out this year, you know, talk like gun violence was an issue, but George Floyd happened without a gun. You know, that was straight up a man not being listened to, being outnumbered and overpowered. What was fucked up is that it's. Every, they were showing that video everywhere. I I can't watch that shit high key. Like in the twenty twenty, I still have not seen the George Floyd video, but I've heard thirty seconds of audio from that. So I can imagine that video is like somewhere around like eight minutes or mm-hmm. some shit like that. That is a fucking snuff film. You ever seen like Faces of Death or some mm-hmm. shit? It's like that. But imagine watching that shit last. Eight fucking minutes. That's insane. Yeah. I can't imagine the fucking psychological turmoil people get put through. Even if you didn't feel any type of way about that case, to have to watch that video yeah. and hear that video yeah. until the point where he dies. I'm assuming he dies in the video, yeah. right? Like, fuck. Why are you, you know? Watching it's that also shit? one of those things where, like, anyone who's ever wrestled or been put in a chokehold, that happens quick. This man was screaming for his life for minutes. While slowly being suffocated. Wow. 
all dying, and then they wonder like why people are just fucking mad. Because if I'm not mistaken, like George Floyd happened mid quarantine. Yeah, but no, no, I take that back. The video released during quarantine. Did his? Did that thing actually happen during the quarantine? I'm not sure. But the video released during quarantine, and it's just and I and it wasn't the end of it. I guess yeah. they just started. That started a whole thing of just like more people. Like he was basically experiencing the same shit, which basically says like, "Hey, the world is at a crisis, but black people, y'all still have a very at home thing you got to deal with. Yeah, motherfuckers still want you dead. Yeah, you know. And it's one of those things where I think, you know, however you feel about Trump, his fan base, some of them, not all of them, but his fan base, perpetuated a lot of stereotypes in our country that had got we all thought were falling by the wayside that just came to a steaming boil amidst quarantine as far as the racism yeah you know you know and then the election you know because like end of the day it it, 2020 was election year like it was going to get like i think that this like george floyd was going to happen there was going to have to be some kind of movement like that I think just coronavirus sped it up because people were locked up watching the news at home. You had to see where people's thoughts and feelings lie before the election came. So you have to stir up. I guess the easiest thing for America is to stir up some racist shit. Well, how do you divide people? You know, how how are you going to make a pick between red and blue when we're dealing with a pandemic? You know, you can't keep, like, I mean, and Biden basically won on the pandemic. Mandates racism and that's it. Mandates and racism. That's yeah, a, that's the whole. That was the entire fucking 2020 political campaign. Campaign. Yeah. Like we have new rules. We want racism. new rules. Shit is fucking nuts. Like that. It, it became so fucking binary. Oh yeah, I mean, and Donald Trump showed us like was the greatest civics lesson I think our country could ever see that like politics is so fucked up. Like we have what we thought were checks and balances, but like he proved you can kind of do whatever the fuck you want to and tell him to deal with it. Do whatever. The- Fuck you want. And like, but if that isn't America at its core, you know, we want to say what we want, do what we want, shoot who we want, and then we'll persecute them afterwards. But like, you got to be able to do it first. You know, I think part of that American dream is like, we want to be able to do whatever we want. Exactly. Like, people aren't always thinking like, there are consequences. Yeah. We want to do what the fuck we want to do. Exactly. There are always consequences. And America will serve you some consequences. You know, the color of your skin sometimes has a factor to deal with that. You know, you get treated a little bit differently. Sometimes. All the time. All the time, yes. But I I was trying to be as general as possible without targeting anyone. It's just fucking nuts. Because everyone wants to be mad. I'm sorry if you get offended, but I'm really not that sorry about what I got to say. (laughs) Uh, That's what this podcast is about. I want the honest opinion. Because high key, police are nice. A lot of, most of the time. I'll be honest. I love cops. I you have know? family members that are police officers, and they're cool people. Yeah, you know. And, but I do think, unfortunately, but there are a, fucked up people out there too. Yeah, but and I think be being naive a, to think that they're not. Yeah, and Don't I can be twisted I, on that. Oh yeah, but I I do think being a police officer should be more like being a pilot. You don't let the bad apples be pilots. You know, you can't we got a like, whole lot of police officers. That were Kobe Bryant helicopter pilots, and you should have had more fucking certification than that. Yeah. You got 
You Basically, know, the police force is the fucking entertainment helicopter yeah. fucking uh, class of fucking military. Yeah, like, like you can't be a pilot and land 99% of your planes. Like that 1% usually kills you and everyone on it. And everyone the fuck on it. You know, like there's they don't no, have room for bad no less than perfect on pilot shit. But you get bad police officers. They go, they go home. Whoever they saw did not. You know, and that's not right. You know, their job is to serve and protect. And, like, honestly, they do too much. You know, like, not do too much in a negative way. Like, cops are spread so thin, covered so many issues. Like, man, don't even start on that shit. Like, fucking, we rely on police officers for way too much shit that they are not qualified for. You know, and I think, like, police officers are great. We need them. We need protection. We need law and order sometimes. Mm -hmm. But... You can't expect the civic the, the civic protector to be able to line up every day and do a different task, you know. And creating new task force and all this doesn't change the fact that we are overworking the same people. regular people that go through the same uh, same qualifications to be a police officer. You got this motherfucker handling everything from getting the cat out of the fucking tree to uh, my husband's beating my. My husband's beating me, yeah. but I don't want to leave him and press charges or nothing, but my life is clearly in danger. He take yeah. a vow. Like, I can't just leave somebody in danger. You witness the danger and all that yeah. bullshit. But then, shortly after that, uh, my cat's lost, or, mm-hmm. or there's the, a snake in my yard. Or there's thing. dogs running loose in the neighborhood. I don't know what they are. I'm here. They run the gambit of all of that shit. That's just got to wear on your fucking brain. Oh, they yeah. got to go home to just regular home shit. Yeah, and have you ever had a hard day and then your kids are screaming? Imagine what? if you just watched someone get murdered and then, oh, you go home. <laughs> and then you go home and hear all that shit. You fucked up. Fuck, imagine if you imagine if you spent you know what, I'm not even gonna say that. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna go there. Twenty twenty, motherfucker, was a fucking crazy year for coronavirus and police officers. Apparently, police officers being assholes and dickheads caused a whole lot of statues to be removed all over the fucking country. Uh in Richmond, Monument Avenue is not even the same fucking it, place it, anymore. It's fucked, you know, and they got all of the statues down. They got like nice little fucking projectile projected murals on the shit. It looks cool. It's nice to see that they're not there because Richmond is. I mean, a did majority you see it right after the aftermath though? Like it, it no, might be nice now, but I went up there, you know, shortly after the riots had kind of, not right. I don't want to call them off. The protest is finished. Um, and it was honestly a graphic scene that you would think was out of cyberpunk. Like everything was spray painted. Like going down Monument Avenue, you know, yeah. like that's still there. Yeah, like th- there aren't statues. There's graffiti everywhere. Like it, it looked trash. It didn't look like a anything progressive happened there. It I'll literally it looked. looked I, it looked trash with a fucking monument of a slave owner in a predominantly black city. Yeah. That is trash. Yeah. It was trash before they spray painted that motherfucker. Mm. I'll stay strong on that shit. Like, where I was a hobby looked at all oh, this property damage. Like, motherfucker, you have a monument in a city where the majority of people who pay taxes and make this city what the fuck it is, is people who don't want that shit there. So if, this shit, if, if we have to tear it, we, I don't live there. <clears throat> but if they have to tear that shit down, you know what I'm saying, to prove a point, then fucking do it. That was awesome. Yeah, I, I, no, I, was, I, I was just saying, like, I, I didn't know if you had seen the aftermath. Like, 
It, it uh, is. I watched the live stream. So like I said, I, I, like, yeah. I, know, I know people who are there and and uh, participating in the, mm-hmm. the protests and shit like that. So I like watched the live streams and shit on Facebook like that. Like, yeah, fucking do it. I don't remember when they actually took the statue down. I, I do remember the, the, the protests were peaceful. Some shit happened. Well, and no, the I, governor had to come out and make a statement. And, and I think that's a whole other tangent about like the Black Lives Matter movement just being an instigated factor. You know, I think there was definitely a lot that happened, especially when they started forcing curfews. It, they almost made it to where like if you were out at nighttime, it was the problem. Was I, honestly, I think like I, I, I personally believe that there was a whole lot of people not involved in the protests that were doing some of this wild outlandish shit at nighttime. You know, I don't like the peace. The people who are marching, talking about progress in the daytime, mm-hmm. were not those same people who were destroying the night. Because like they weren't have like people weren't breaking windows, busting shit down in the daytime. Oh man, I watched on the live stream where they were catching people that was just like straight up instigating shit. Like yeah, I was watching this one joint. They were just marching. You know, saying the police are enforcing the curfews. They were like kind of cutting off blocks. Yeah, uh, cutting off pathways and shit. They're down in like Carrie Town or some shit. Mm-hmm. Not Carrie Town. Uh, where VCU is at, like Bright mm-hmm. Street, you know what I'm saying? Whoa, whoa, So they're down there, and you can hear somebody in the crowd says, like, they got XXX X, X Street blocked off. Somebody yells out with a, with a, with a loudspeaker. They yell, let's rush the cops. They can't fight all of us. Like, that type of shit. Yeah. And the person who's live streaming goes up to the dude, and they're like, why the fuck would you say that? Like, we're not on that type of shit. So they start interrogating the dude. It was like, where are you from? Where are you from? He couldn't answer that shit. So I think they was in planting. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I, I think I, 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 I got hijacked. That's all it was. Oh yeah, and like, and then when people started protesting the protests, you literally created a race war in the streets through instigation. This you know, shit. You know, and it's like it. It wasn't always people fighting the police. It was literally like the protest is going on. You have the people over here mad about the protest. The police aren't in. Aren't doing anything. Like they're they're on standby, but they're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And then you let the protesters fight, Just and then as soon, but like once all the people are mixed up, you have the people with badges and the people not, you know. And at a certain point, you, as a police officer, you're like, they're all citizens. Yeah, you don't know where to fucking draw the line. You know, like when when you have when you're staring at two Americans and your job is to protect the citizens. What like as a police officer, what do you do? Like, both of these people you were sworn to so, serve and protect. So many police officers didn't know what to do, so they instead just, uh, let's see, what's going happen? They mace motherfuckers. You got officers in New York running uh, protesters down in their vehicles. You got people so fucking confused as to what the fuck we are protesting, who's protesting what, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the fucking, the kid, Kyle Rittenhouse, goes to a fucking protest out of his fucking city to go... I guess defend America and just go to a Black Lives Matter uh, protest and shoots two white people. You motherfuckers are confused. Like y'all couldn't. The, the, the United States, we, we done went so long under TV and media and shit. We ain't ready for no fucking civil war. Motherfuckers don't know who the fuck they fighting. Yeah. You don't even know who the fuck you fighting. If the TV don't tell you, you don't fucking know. You know, and I think Black Lives Matter was the truest case of, like, we need reform in this country and how many people are willing to put everything on the line for it. Mm-hmm. But in the day, we still keep electing into the same type of government. 
you know, I don't care what side you're That's on. We keep feeding into the same type same of government. Shit, like, bro. You know, so red or blue, independent, whatever you call it, like, there's a, there's a change that needs to happen with the system. You know, and we we started a ball rolling, but we'll see how far it goes. You know, yeah, the election yeah, happened, yeah. promises were made, we'll see. You know, and I hate to be so pessimistic about it, but like, let them know something. As much as we want to say it, Obama didn't change a whole bunch of shit for black people. I was Trump boy. didn't change a whole bunch of shit for white people. Shit, like, Yao Ming didn't change the Asian culture. Jeremy Lin came through and it was still beautiful. You know, like, I think all these to the mon- people who complain the most about what a person is supposed to do for them, this shit don't fucking happen for you. Like, nothing. Like nothing I can't remember the last time a president has affected your everyday life outside of real talk outside of Trump just give me a fucking check in the mail for nothing. And we're about to get another one. Some people already got them. Nigga, motherfuckers have gotten two checks under this motherfucker. For nothing. <laughs> oh, I'm going to say shout out Joe Osteen got $4 million. I don't know how you're a Shout pastor. out to <laughs> Wasn't it some clause somewhere that we had a separation of church and state? So how do you get all our good money? <laughs> Cause I seen that man's house. He he didn't need it. Is his house anywhere close to his church? His church. Joe Olstein live in a, a small a small county. Joe Olstein preaches in a small sheltered county. Uh, Joe Olstein's house is awesome. I I encourage everyone to Google it. If you think Jeff Bezos <laughs> is your problem. Remember, Joel Olstein is a TV Remember, pastor we can't track living Joel in Olstein's that. Money. Yeah, we can't find it. Shit. Yeah, non-profit, my ass. That's fucking wicked. I'm telling you, you know what? As, and you know what? Sidetrack, because Haki, politically and socially, 2020 has been a very fucking hard goddamn hit on America. America, partly, you know what I'm saying? The whole world, but, like, America, we took that shit hard. Like, you got neighbors turning against each other, fucking, all this crazy shit. I don't know. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, the craziest thing on that note I saw. So, so a neighborhood, somewhat local to here. I mean, close-ish. Yeah. You know, it's kind of uppity. You know, it's it's not very diverse, but like there's black people and other folks that live there. Yeah. A lady sent a letter to her neighbor, letting her know that like I understand your boyfriend and his kids have moved in here, but if I see any of that protest stuff, no, I'm calling the cops and alerting the HOA, and I better not see a Biden sign in your yard. Oh shit, they got bold. You know, and has emboldened the you know. The Karen. Mm-hmm. the Karen. Two thousand and twenty has bought us the fucking Karen. As if we didn't know the wild Karen didn't exist. Damn it if they didn't scream they loud and proud. That shit bought It wasn't your manager. I want to see your manager, your mom, your local senator, and the Karen shit. was the bitch that just sit back. Apparently was always in your business the whole fucking time, but you know what? Today she's gonna fucking say something about yeah. it. It doesn't matter how wrong she is. Just this, just these over opinionated bitches has just 
taking control. Like they they've been empowered. They've been they're emboldened by 2020. The coronavirus has emboldened me. You got bitches walking around. They they not non maskers is a fast way to tell who the fuck a Karen is. Cause like for real, do it for your goddamn self. But you don't care about shit. Yourself. Every Karen's you got care kids. Do for your kids. <laughs> they don't give a fuck about their kids. Karens ain't vaccinating their kids. Exactly. I feel like the the, the anti vaxxers to Karen is a hundred percent fucking transition ratio, motherfucker. What every every anti vaxxer mom is a Karen. But not every Karen is an anti-vaxxer mom. Mm-hmm. That type shit. <clears throat> Embolden these bitches. They, 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 they don't care about themselves. That's why they're not wearing a mask. They care about your business. Yeah. They want to be in your shit. Well, I mean, we closed every bar so they can't have wine Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I can't drink wine at this bar, so I'm going to drink at home, get super drunk, and I'm going to just go out and be in everybody's business. These bitches have been... There's a whole fucking subreddit to fucking Karens. Have you ever been to the Fuck You Karen subreddit? No, that sounds like some shit I'd be into, though. Uh, go there. They have gone nuts. I don't know if just the videos of Karens have just went up, but... <coughs> them hoes are problem. 2020 brought us a lot of shit, man. Like, a lot of people just got super fucking comfortable. Only fans blew the fuck up in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> we got young slut entrepreneurs out this Paul motherfucker. Up with that shit. <laughs> Neighborhood Jake. Can we shout out to my man being a pro? You know, highlighted my day right here. Man's a fucking stud. Talk about over to the bottom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was nice. Like nice. I've always wanted to do it. I just I've watched people do it for years. Still can't do this shit. I was like, I'm gonna just do this shit. I, I can catch the edge of the lighter. You don't gotta explain the edge of the joint. Just let me be mesmerized with your ass for a second. Mm. Just chill. <laughs> but say all this shit, all this dark 2020 shit to say. 2020 has been fantastic for games. This quarantine, this quarantine, this quarantine. So, so many units. So, boy. So many units. This quarantine for the video game industry has been nuts. I want to see zeros and gigabits and units. Oh, shit. Take my money. If you're going to keep making 2020 games, take my money. As a Persona fan... Highly rumored Persona Royale dropped the fucking day my job was like, collect unemployment, you have to leave now. I put like 70, 70 something. I haven't finished it yet. Apparently it's like it's got like a different story than the original Persona. I'm a fucking huge Persona mark. But yeah, like fucking Persona Royal drops. Like the game drops for 2020. We finally, finally, finally got Final Fantasy VII remake in 2020. It was gorgeous. Shout out to all of you waifu fans. We know they did so much service for us. They really did. Um, Anyone who loves Tifa Lockhart, another Twitter moment, hit me up. I'm a fan. (laughs) You know, send all the Tifa art. Yes, Tifa fan art. Hit me. (laughs) <laughs> the fucking story of that shit was 
perfect to me. I'm, I'm super glad they. I, I'm actually glad that they changed up the whole, you know, say the whole storyline and shit. Because for real, with with Advent Children and all these extra Final Fantasy Seven like side stories, it kind of it kind of fucked with the story anyway. Yeah, but if I'm not mistaken, Aerith is not dead in the remake. Well, remember, the remake is coming in parts. Like, we didn't get all of Final Fantasy VII. Exactly. This was it's part the one of the shit. remakes. Time like, out. we There's never There's going to be left. spoilers for a lot of fucking games in this conversation. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Ding, ding, Spoiler ding. Spoiler alert. I'll mark the time. Like, somewhere around, like, 43 minutes. Yeah. But... Yeah, no, but remember, they're giving us... Because they love us, they're going to make us pay for seven. Over and over and over again, and they can take my money. I gotta say, if can part they one, if part one is any consolation of what they're leading up to, if they tell me that at fi- the final act is two hundred dollars, I'm gonna pay for it. I'm sorry, right. Square Enix. Thank you. You know what? I was bad <laughs> about fifteen because you you delivered a beautiful masterpiece that was not fun to play. What do you mean? Fifteen was awesome. Fifteen with the hunts and stuff. You didn't like that. The open world one, knock this in the boys. Man, I put dumb hours in that game. Bro, it was five hours of emo sh- or five years of emo shit too late. Like, if they released that shit sooner, like I'll give it that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we came off of 13, and me, like counter the most culture, loved never 13. Played, uh, uh, I never I, played 13, and like, I only hear some, bad things about lightning. See, my problem was like it was some bitch with pink hair swinging a giant sword. She had no business, half naked. Like she's fake cloud. Exactly, and I loved like they hadn't given Lady me cloud. yeah they hadn't given me 4K cloud yet, and they gave me lightning, so like I was on it, you know, and like now I have 4K cloud and Tifa, <laughs> <laughs> like lightning step aside, mm-hmm. you know. But we got 15, and I was just like, this, like 15 was a game I would have loved in place of 13. They could have sold me 13 afterwards with that combat system. And I think everyone would have liked it better. You know, 13 was so experimental. They changed so much up. And I think a lot of what people did like is like, it was an on-rail story with a new combat system. So they kind of changed the whole dynamic of how Final well, Fantasy worked. Final Fantasy X was on-rail. And Final Fantasy X was, was one of the greatest. But Final Fantasy X was still turn-based. And it was like... Final Fantasy oh, X. Oh, well, X, as far as the combat system, yeah, still, like, yeah. So, like, light, so yeah. 13 is when they switched to the whole active combat shift. That was uh, the Paradigm shift or some shit like yeah, that. The Paradigm shift? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paradigm. Well, because they had that one in the middle where the kids were at school. I don't know if you played that. We should definitely go back and play that. I, it's, I'm losing off the top of my head, but that shit was sick. Um, again, not another fan favorite. Final Fantasy? Yeah, the Final Fantasy story, but it's like the kids at school, they're like knights or something. Like, I wish I knew more. I feel like. Um, Wait, what's this one that come out for? Is it World of Final Fantasy? No, it, it, it was a full-on Final Fantasy release. It just wasn't a numbered one. Oh, I only fuck with the... Uh, not say I only fuck with the numbered ones, but those ones I but it, it, the most. It was like... It, they, got, they mastered the combat system to me in that one that they were trying to get at in 13. But 10 was the most beautiful thing that had ever come out on PlayStation 2. Sheesh. You know what I'm saying? Like... And that and got strategy books were still relevant at the time. That book to that game was all like I could look at the page, look at the game, and aside from the fact that the cutscenes were better than the game, like 
it was the greatest thing that ever came out on PS2. You know, so like graphically for its generation and the old combat system, it worked. You know, and that's why we still think of it as the greatest yeah, thing ever. Too. 13 comes out, it's on the new platform. Oblivion crushed anything made on 360. You know, like Elder Scrolls Oblivion looked so good when 360 dropped. As far as RPGs. Yeah, I'm saying, but like, we, we, yeah. they, 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 they made us think, like, this is the, this is the world. And then we got the Unreal Engine. Then we had all the God of Wars. Then we had Assassin's Creed picking up their stuff. So by the time we got 13, we had high expectations for Square Enix for what next generation gaming was going to look at, and they gave us 13. And like I said, I'm a fan, but I totally understand the fan base. 13 has like three different 13 games or some shit. I mean, they didn't no, say no, or two. two. It's Lightning. I mean, they made ten, they made ten in, and then X, yeah, but they made ten and ten two. Ten two was all the girls with the like. Ten two is honestly thirteen, but just like more fan service because we like the bitches. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but like they were fucking diva superstar rock stars that also fought crime in the city. Like, you had to do dance compositions and change yeah, outfits. Yeah, that was true. You know what I'm saying? Like, I needed, mode. yeah, like, I had to change outfits. No, they had it in combat, too. You could switch yeah, outfits in combat. I've played that game, like, super recently. <laughs> like, yeah, I've tried to, anyway. Yeah. But to me, it, it was, to me, that game is difficult. Not difficult, like, I don't know. I just, it's not. The, the whole. The, the, I, fun to me is, like, the concept. Like, difficulty can be fun. But you can make yeah. the game challenging and make me turn me off. Like oh, you know man. what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I'm a min maxer. I love spec. But mm-hmm. if you make a spec tree that is so complicated that like I don't feel like I'm progressing, or like it's like I don't notice my progression because there's like so much trivialness throughout the game yeah. and the game level perfectly. The shit that gives you like point three fucking yeah, like, points or something. Yeah, like oh I got point three percent extra critical chance. The fuck? That means nothing to me. <laughs> so you're saying out of a thousand swipes, I'm gonna get three more I critical chance. Eight, a chance that my shit hits three times. No, no, fuck all that. Yeah, fuck you all know that. Fuck yeah, no, I, I want 10, 25, 50. You know what? Straight out, like one of the things Cyberpunk got right, the percentage based on the abilities for the mods and everything in that game. Yeah. You know. I mean, okay. at least they were like what five percent. No, the base was five to fifteen, and at the top yeah. level, you're talking about two hundred, three hundred full point multipliers. Yeah, that so was like you felt powerful as you leveled up. But to end the the, the Final Fantasy shit, Final Fantasy killed the fucking game with that story. They basically set the bar as far as what a remap, remake. remake what a remake could do. Remaster, re-envisioning. They flip that entire fucking story on its head. You actually, you actually, for a person who's played Final Fantasy VII fucking front and backwards, I have no fucking idea what the next Final Fantasy VII is going to be like. What the next part is, I have no fucking idea. Eric is alive after the fucking Midgar incident. Fucking Zack is alive? What the fuck? And I honestly, I feel like they left them living to make them fights and or pivotal cutscene. Because oh can, can we also talk about how the fact that Final Fantasy VII did a damn good job of going from cutscene to gameplay. Oh, and, hell yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. the smooth transition, no, fr- like, they didn't need to drop to 30 frames to deliver my cutscene. And I appreciate oh, that. True that. 
You know, as like, a fan, I appreciated the fucking love showed to the Young Turks. And I love the fact that they are like pivotal points. I mean, they still played their same roles as they played in, uh, as they played in the original. But that that climax where it's where you fight both of them on top of the fucking the Shinra headquarters. Oh shit! And can we talk about how like, alive Shinra looked? Oh like, my Because in the first game, you're just like, this is just a big industrial city. That place felt like somewhere I needed to go visit. The fucking slums? You felt how slummy that shit yes. was. That fucking wreckage. You know, like, I don't care. Fucking job you know what? Are. That was the most beautiful straight line I'd ever been in. Shit, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will take that. Yeah. That game did some shits as far as remakes. Like, bro. It, it, fucking hot, 10 out of fucking 10 yeah. right there. Hot take, Bungie should make fucking Halo. Boy. You want to talk about Bungie and Halo. 2020 bought us the next generation of consoles. And tell me why the fuck would anybody buy an Xbox? Wow. The only reason I would buy an Xbox is because I can. I can't get a PlayStation. <laughs> well, you can't get any of those motherfuckers. Because apparently, too, these motherfuckers forgot what bots are. Because fucking COVID forced retailers to release them shits online only. Good luck, motherfuckers. I, I, I don't think the people realize... Like, the the one biggest issue I find in game... Not issue, but, like, gamers need to understand and developers need to find an answer to. In the first hour of your game's release, mm. more testing gets done than you are capable yeah, of yeah, happening you, you'll ever see. Hell yeah. So, gamers need to realize that is the case. Like... When, if they sell 2 million units, that's in the first hour that game is sold, 2 million hours have been put in. Do you know what 2 million hours of testing looks like? Companies can't afford it. They're going to fuck your shit up. Oh. And you're not even going to know how to. You know, but what's, what's weird, though, was weird. Mm, mm. Explain betas. Because Fallout 76, notorious beta shit of, game, came out publicly to everybody. Beta everybody coming here, do as much shit as you can and break this game. Because when we come out, it's going to be a better product because And how, because how bad that. was it? It was bad. Betas are marketing. I don't. I. I don't for a chance believe anymore that betas are your like. But would you rather them show you what the fuck the game is and let the, let you play it with them, or would you rather them cyberpunk your ass and say, "Hey guys, if you manage to get the game early, just shut the fuck up about it because we don't want people to know what the fuck we just did." I think. Are we gonna make Cyberpunk its home section? Because I, I feel like we got a lot. No, to say. I already know. Fuck no, because I've already went on how bad Cyberpunk is on the last fucking podcast. I haven't listened. I'm sorry. Mm. No, I'm not about to go into red on Cyberpunk, but you want to talk about not learning from Fallout 76, and you don't even have the. I don't. I don't understand game development, but you don't even have the complication of dealing with a fucking massively multiplayer game, you're fucking single player experience and you still put out that crocker shit. So, I don't know about that. And I want to make a whole section about Cyberpunk because high key uh, 2020 taking in this year Cold War did the same shit. Came out with a fucking multiplayer let everybody fucking play it, do whatever fuck you want on it. When the game came out, it was broke as fuck. 
I don't think the fucking beta or not. Again, like beta I said, betas shit. are marketing. Just stop fucking shoving games down people's goddamn throat. I mean, but again, back to what I was saying, like, gamers need to be realistic and developers need to find an issue of the problem. Like, I understand y'all need money to sell your game. And you need money to make the game. Yeah. But eventually, you can't keep selling piles of shit on release and expect people to keep buying it. And you know what? The video game industry has proven me wrong time and time again. Like, we will buy the shit. Fucking time. We'll buy it. And, And as many people are mad about Cyberpunk, I don't know how the refund process is going. But I know plenty of people are still paying or hanging on to it because they're like, no, they'll fix it in a year. The fact that gamers are willing to wait a year for a game you re- you're saying you're going to release. Yeah, everyone was mad about Cyberpunk being delayed, delayed, delayed. Yep. But they made the cost back to make the game on pre-orders. Yeah, fuck yeah. So if you told me you already had the money you spent to develop the game and you're still selling it. And you shipped that? True, yeah. That's fucked up. You know, that's cyberpunk. Yeah, avoid all the secrecy. Like, that was a whole other issue. The fact that, like, y'all publicly announced that you've already made your bands back. You're not hurting over this game. That's fucked. And then you sold us that? And you gave, and you put that shit out. What I was gonna, I was gonna applaud fucking Cyberpunk because I'm like, after fucking, when when was that game announced? 2013. 13? They've had seven years. 2020 brought us Cyberpunk 2077. And they fucking airballed that motherfucker. You know, and as someone, like, I love the game. You know what? Like, I love the game. I'm still mad about that release because, like, I want to love the game and talk about it. But literally, you can't talk to anyone about it because everyone's mad. It almost turns into an elitist conversation. Like, yeah. Oh, motherfucker, you can play Cyberpunk, I can't type shit. And it's like, you know, I don't even want that conversation because I yeah. need, after you find out about all of these fucking multiple paths that they advertise, like, really, it ain't even that much difference in any of the stories. So it's not that no. much shit to talk about. However, yeah. as far as a, a first-person RPG, Fallout has a lot to fucking learn. From this game, I personally think the game is good. Okay. Also, I will say if you haven't played Valhalla, your money is better spent on Valhalla right now. I hear that. In a year from now, I don't know if I'll feel the same way when Cyberpunk is patched. Because, like I said, I enjoyed the game, but I was able to play it. Most people weren't. Apparently but Valhalla not. is running perfectly fine and has 120 hours worth of gameplay. That's for almost you to waste like the your same time shit as Cyberpunk, right? Yeah. Go point to point, clear this mission, clear that mission. Clear but it's at, like honestly, Valhalla is so much more involved. Like honestly, it. Wow. I, I think if people weren't so, if Cyberpunk didn't come out this year, then hot more take. people. Yeah, Cyberpunk hot take. in twenty twenty, Cyberpunk came out and a fucking Assassin's Creed game was better than it. CD Projekt Red, everybody. That's the, nice. the CD Projekt Red, the company we gave all this faith all that because they made a surprise game with Witcher 3. Yep. Witcher 3 was a great game, but Witcher 3 was not good when it came out. Witcher 3 got That's good a year true. later and won Game of the Year because it wasn't eligible the year it was released. You know, and Cyberpunk isn't eligible this year. So a year from now when it's fixed... It might be the best game. Which would make sense why they'd probably go crazy on trying to patch this shit up and make this shit look good. Bro, but bro, I think bro. that fucking pre the, the fucking PlayStation 4 and Xbox versions, you can't say that. But 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 they announced again, remember they announced the game in 2013. It was uh, its initial development was for those consoles. 
new new like PS5, Xbox Series, whatever. Like we didn't we didn't have spoilers or an idea when the next generation was coming in 2013. You know, seven years is almost a whole decade later. I know, like we're we're, we're adding years to it, but like. Excuse me. The next generation wasn't in mind when you designed this comp- this game. Like when you started making this game, you were making this game for Xbox for One and man, PS4. Yeah, and that's the that statement right there is what what made me scratch my faith in like, oh man, they'll just update it. This has just been a big misunderstanding. Is because you motherfuckers announced this game and and publicized it as heavy on current gen consoles, like on the PlayStation Four and all that shit, like. They didn't even add them us. Yeah, that's the fucked up shit. That's what set y'all way like, behind and, all and, these fucked up ones. Yeah, Anthem came out and let you know, like, this will probably be a problem for your console. This is some next level type shit. Fucking, look at uh, fucking the Avengers game that got teased when uh, Infinity War came. Infinity War. When Infinity War first came out, and it was like, oh, the big square Enix fucking Avengers game. That shit is fucking garbage. But you know what? They showed you exactly... When you play that game, it looks like the trailer. It just so happened they didn't tell you that the game was boring as shit. Fucking Cyberpunk, the trailer that they sh- that I seen in 2014... What the fuck are you running that on? Yeah. You ain't even running that on the fucking... Well, I guess you can say you're running it on the PC. Because I think, like, 2080s is still popular. Yeah, but no, like, like 2014, you, though? Hold up! And let, let's keep in mind, though... You're talking about people who have 30, 80 TIs in their computers out here complaining that they can't get 70 frames. You're talking about a graphics card that produce like, I know not everyone's here a Destiny fan, but, like, Destiny will tank your frame rates at certain encounters. And, like, you can yes. still pull over 100 with 3080. You take up Cyberpunk and you get a single-player... Single-player Single-player experience. No, no, no internet connection. Nothing. You in a world they prefabricated can't pull seventy frames with a two thousand dollar graphics card. Bro, you have a problem. You ship a broken product. Like for two, like for the graph, for the money they spent, most of those people spend on that graphics card. You can buy a four K television, a PlayStation Five, a DualSense controller. Cause fuck it, if one Wait, came in the box. Time out. Thirty eighties did not come out that high. No, I'm saying, but like you can spend two thousand dollars on a graphic, but like you can spend two grand on a graphic card. Dumb days over. What? I the, I have a 2080 Ti. That's the last two thousand dollar graphics card that'll probably exist. I'm not about 3080. The 30s came out at seven hundred dollars. Really? Yes. Well, shit. I'm the, the Ti is about to come out cheaper than that. Yeah. News to me. Well, I, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Don't find me on Twitter. Yeah. I learned today. The fucking resale might have been high shit, but those cars came out at $700. And the new jank that's about to drop is cheaper than the fucking original jank that dropped. That's nut shit. The nut shit is the fact that with a $700 graphics card, you future-proofed yourself with the new consoles. Yeah. They can't do what your shit can do. For real, the new the new consoles can do what a 2080 Ti can do right now. You know, but they still sold you a game that doesn't get you 70 frames on that. They sold you fucking Cyberpunk. And the crazy shit is that game is about corporations just fucking you over. And here's a corporation fucking you over. <laughs> Reality, you want to talk immersion, motherfucker? They took the extra goddamn step. Fuck Cyberpunk. And fuck the fact that they got so much goddamn time. 
what other shit that happened in game wise 2020 uh, besides the launch of the new consoles that we so we glazed over new consoles we we, we, definitely we got did. straight in well because we don't have them we can't get oh, them oh yeah that's where we're at yeah by the way still fuck you Sony for real the like put them shits in a fucking brick and mortar store so regular people can camp out why did you like only make 10 million units and get them shits why did you only make 10, 10 million of like, you made 10 million units to ship starting day and are going to continue to only make 10 million. Stupid. Microsoft, you guys had the platform and a payment plan and still can't keep up with how popular you're in our lives. Microsoft, literally, you are in the hands of almost every human in the U.S. right now because we've all switched to online learning. Even We're all right stuck at home. Now. <laughs> you're on Microsoft. Microsoft, you know us. You know exactly how many people play games. You know how many people are on your store. And you didn't make enough Xboxes. I don't get it. And you wonder how hard it must have been for Cyberpunk to slide the fucking past console release under the rug. When they realized that, oh shit, 10 million PlayStation sold, all bots. Them motherfuckers not playing Cyberpunk. Who playing Cyberpunk that people still using their PlayStation 4s? The people still using their Xboxes because they can't get the new console. Oh, our, our game performs okay on the new on the current gen. No, exceptionally well was the statement. Exceptionally well. Who gives a fuck if we can't get them shits? The fucking the, the new console shit is fucking awful. You know who is eating though? You know who was eating? Is eating. I'll say currently eating. The game wise, 2020 quarantine shit. Who gonna take advantage of that shit? Nintendo, Nintendo came out with Animal Crossing 2020, bro, and Animal Crossing was synonymous with quarantine. Animal Crossing has face mask fucking uh, pieces you can put on your avatar. Animal Crossing went wow. There's people I I know that don't even play games that they got. No, my girl, my girl didn't like. She like I've gotten her to play games with me here and there, but never dedicated. When I tell you, I I no longer owned a Switch once she got Animal Crossing. I had a Switch, but that's a past tense thing since Animal Crossing. Because, motherfucker, I got to water these flowers, motherfucker. (laughs) I mean, speaking of Switch, though, we had some major Mario releases. They brought me back Sunshine, but they put put Sephiroth in Melee. Yes. Uh, Also, do you have Melee? I have Sephiroth. If you just want to fuck with him. That is a OP fucking character. Like and better than Bayonetta? Fuck yeah. Although I love Bayonetta because she still got the witch trigger and that's nuts. That's <laughs> fucking no. Uh, Seth, shout Seth out Seth Down B does. for life. Down B for life. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Shit. You know what's crazy? I was just thinking about that game today. I was like, man, I want to go back to Bayonetta. Supposedly 3 going to come out. I feel like 3 going to come out in 2040. We never gonna see that shit, but yeah, yeah, dog. I got fucking stuff off right now, bro. We can get. He's broken. <laughs> his fucking uh, his his story mode, like his classic shit, is yeah. a boss rush. It's all little bosses from the world of light mode. You just fight them back to back. Rathalos, the fucking mechanical thing, fucking Giga Bowser, like all of that shit. Because he's old fucking P. Yeah, for you. Go back. I did it anyway. Oh. Well, talking about Sephiroth's combos, I mean, I haven't checked them out yet. We definitely gonna do that after this. But in terms of sword fight gameplay, how do 
Ghost of Shishima? Mm, Ghost, Ghost of Shishima? Game of the year? Game of the fucking year. Now imagine. Can Last it be of Game of the Year twice? <laughs> Last of Us came out. Yeah. Alright, Last of Us. But Ghost of Tsushima was the fuck nuts. Combat A one. Uh, I played. I played Last of Last of Us the remasters, right? Mm-hmm. And that's not really my bad. Can I just say Last of Us two? Thank you for what you did for gaming. That was the most depressing story. I don't want to play <laughs> oh, video shit. games like that. I no one like wants to play video games like that. But Ghost of Tsushima? Ghost of Tsushima. Had a story I didn't know I needed in oh, my life. Oh, it, 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 it tugged at your heartstrings, did it not? It's like, man, I I feel for the ghost, man. What the fuck was his name? Mmm. Boom, 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 boom. Got your <laughs> there. He got me. Oh, shit. Jim? That was, that was it. It was Jim. Yeah. Okay, first of all, his voice acting was amazing. But every character, like and Uncle, Uncle was the homie. I got like as an Avatar man, man, man he I, gave me Iroh vibes, and I needed yeah! that. Like I needed that. Oh my god, <laughs> that game was fucked, man. The fucking story was just grip, man. Was less how you got grip like that. You know what? You know what? Mm. I was hooked on. I was hooked on story as far as like, and it was a PlayStation exclusive. Like big us PlayStation, y'all was. The fuck killing it in 2020. They were literally killing. But like Shout out Shulker Punch. That gripping story. Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't know if you played through that shit. That that story's nuts. The, story's the reason fucking I, nuts. Uh, speaking of the re like my main thing, like reason I think Ghost of Shima should get game of the year twice. Mm-hmm. Legends mode. Yeah. Was everything we needed in multiplayer. Man, Legend mode. Is like gave me the hunter and like it gave me those horizon vibes because it was a whole new story. Yeah. They didn't continue off the main story like they, they took so the whole much. They, they changed element. the fucking shit up. That shit was crazy, and it's like you you knew that they because you knew I think they announced the the multiplayer mode when they showed the game, but they never showed nothing from the yeah. multiplayer mode. It was just all games. Like, oh yeah, it's going to be a multiplayer mode. So you thinking like, ah, oh, new game plus little buddy, you know what I'm saying? We couldn't know. Fuck all that. They changed the whole shit up. They bought demons in. Fucking only shit. Motherfuckers with powers and shit. Like, and what? like, I'll be honest with you. Just like anyone else who grinded Legends. Yes, we replayed the first level over and over and over again. And guess Until what? It was good every time. Until we had maximum stats on everything. <laughs> and it was fun every single fucking time. We played that shit I don't know. The first level, like, 30 fucking times. It didn't matter. It was good every fucking time. <laughs> every fucking time. You unlock the class. Yeah, I'm not there right now. You yeah. Like, beef up this dude. You talk about min-maxing? That game is a min-maxer's fucking dream. You I mean, I will say, the only thing... Like, if I have to have any criticism of the game, there wasn't enough. I need, like... Yeah. Not that they didn't give me enough. I want you to take all of my money... And keep charging. Keep pumping this shit out. Just keep making that. Give me a roadmap, (laughs) and I'm gonna buy all of the shit. Like you tell me what I need from you, sucker punch. Like you, you tell me, (laughs) or tell me what you need from me. That story was fucking great. The only thing is, historically, you can't keep making Ghost of Tsushima's motherfuckers. The samurai lose. Newsflash. (laughs) 
You know, I, I don't, don't care. win. I don't care if they lose. Shit, make like if they stretch can get, out the shit. <laughs> yeah, like give me more legends. Like the like the story mm-hmm. mode for Legends was nine stories. Loved it. Loved every bit of it. Survival, great. Loved the fact that like even when you're OP, you will struggle through survival. You know, because there's just it's twenty yeah, rounds. It's yeah. twenty rounds. They so like there's like random gimmicks and shit that just make it fucking yeah. entertaining to play it. And the, man, I like the fucking randomizer that was in the mm-hmm. shit. Is that yes, we played maybe the first stage like fucking thirty times, but there are like ten variants yeah. of that first fucking stage. And some of, them are, so some, like some of them are some of them are mad difficult. Especially yeah. when you got to that little third part of that shit. Yeah, if you just were fucking yeah, hard. Especially plus they could stack. That's what my favorite part about it was. Like when you yeah. stacked like two or three on the last one, you got three or four fucking uh, only guardians and fucking the uh, the elemental color mm-hmm. weapon switch shit with tethered guardians and shit. They they, they made it spicy. And I'm yeah, like, like the, and then like I know we didn't play the raid together, but like I watched a whole bunch of the raid content. Like Bungie, I am one of your biggest supporters. Mm. Take a note. From everything you do right already, and everything they did in that raid, because mm-hmm. they kept everyone engaged, just like you're trying to with some of your mechanics. Yeah. You know, not everything needs to be so complicated. It can just be good, just and it can just be, be difficult fun to play. Like, yeah, or just make yeah, exactly. Like just make this shit difficult. There's four fucking people here. Like yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't need like I, it doesn't need to be a brain teaser. Or a physics bump to make the game hard. Like, you can physically make the enemy harder to kill, make us spend more time, and make us have to do powerful shit. You know, like, when you... Spend that fucking fucking power up. Like, do that shit. Use those goddamn items. Make us do that shit. Yeah, and Ghost of Tsushima gave you that. Like, even the legendary items. The legendary items were OP in Ghost. But even when you were OP, you still had to fight everything. You yeah. still had to Ghost, progress the like, story. By the time of that, by the, by the end of the story of Ghost of Tsushima, you talk about I use every single thing in my arsenal. I do remember that I use everything in my arsenal. I'm cycling through. If I got any of these left, use this. That fuck, the finale of Ghost of Tsushima is amazing. And I'm not even counting like the extra shit with your uncle. I'm counting like when you finally meet the con. Holy shit, that's a fucking battle. Are right? you using everything that you played in the game? And I mean, you're using it. A lot of games just try to like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. here's all your skills, do do do, but you can get by with, you know what I'm saying, repeated stingers that will make yeah. cry shot out. But uh or or Trank Dark shots I recall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Spoiler play. alert, if you haven't got the Trank Darts and Cyberpunk, you're Trank playing Dark the whole game. Kills the game. You're playing the game wrong. <laughs> you need double jump and trick water dark. But they like the I am fucking throwing out the shurikens. I'm smoke bombing motherfuckers, sticky bombs, all of that shit just to make it through this game. Like it's fucking amazing. Ten on ten. Game of the year, you absolutely fucking right. This is game of this year and the most player is a game of next year. That's if Cyberpunk don't get his shit right. And if they get it right, it's, it's game of the year. I'm sorry. Like that, if Cyberpunk get it right, yeah. if Cyberpunk get it right, there's no fucking competing to what that game offers. And that's coming from talking, t- popping our collars here. This is coming from PC players. Cyberpunk is fucking amazing when it works. 
when it works. Yeah. Specifically. So when the old game works for everybody and we can all be fanboys, we'll revisit how good it is. But until then, CD Projekt Red, get your shit together. But yeah, seriously, get your shit together. Stop fucking lying to people and stop setting motherfuckers up for the okie doke. Hope that lawsuit works good for you. But uh, let's see. Hey, we, we covered Nintendo, coming out with. Uh, Actually, we covered Nintendo, finally putting fucking Super Mario Sunshine on something that's not a fucking GameCube so other people can see exactly how underrated Sunshine is. Uh, gave me an opportunity to play Super Mario Galaxy. Super Mario Galaxy. I didn't get to uh, fuck with that. Revitalize Super Mario, like Nintendo. Yeah. Please, uh, like we know that you make great games, but be a little bit more friendly to your content creators. People want to market for you. Nintendo's people want to play your game. Year. Like people want to. Like it's free advertising. It really is. Like, it, people want to play your shit. You make your own music. The games have their own music. It's not like every Switch game's got, like, dubstep or some other shit in it. Right. You, you have licensed music. You have licensed content that can generally only be played on Nintendo. Let content creators max out your shit. They want to. You actually want them to. I understand that you probably have a 100-year plan we don't understand, but, like... For right now, if <laughs> you want my money, get Ghost of Tsushima type shit on the Switch and then make it worthwhile to watch. Because if I can't watch it on Twitch, I don't know if I'm going to buy it sometimes. What game, what Nintendo game are you going to watch on Twitch? I don't care. None of them, right? Like, I'm, I don't, I'm not watching shit. I might watch I fucking watch Smash of- tournaments if Nintendo don't make it illegal to have fucking Smash tournaments. I mean, I, like, I watch Smash. I watch Pokemon content. I watch... I, Previously to them going crazy, I watched a lot of Nintendo content solely because like they make games no matter the like entry level they make the game for. It's challenging. Like if you there's, pick up Pokemon, you can be a, you can be a six year old and love catching Pokemon Pokeballs, or you can be a thirty year old EV maxing all of your Pokemon, <laughs> yeah. catching shinies. Like excuse me, Nintendo had made a formula that works. Let people play it. When people can't monetize your stuff for you, no one wants to do that. Yeah. Nobody yeah. want to fuck with your shit no more, and that's especially with the fucking scene, with the Smash tournament scene. Like, like they folks can't even legitimately organize because y'all gonna flag the shit down, and you won't sponsor. And you don't understand how much fucking money lies in Smash Brothers tournaments. Like so low key, I'm sure if they let them. Smash tournaments could be League of Legends. You know, if they put the infrastructure... They already are. And that's like, but if they put the infrastructure together, made a stadium, like, Smash Bros would take over. Like, e- like full-on eSports Smash Brothers would be some of the best shit you could watch because you have generations of people who would want to compete. It isn't the Fortnite generation where everyone wow, thinks that they, they need to be 10 to 13 or be Ninja. Wild like, thing is, what, what Smash Brothers would they play? Huh? Which Smash Brothers would they play? There's a Nintendo question. would push the whatever's the hot shit. He would, but there's a lot of Melee players out there that don't want to leave Melee. Hot take. Y'all did a damn good job with Melee. Melee is so good. Bra- like, thank you for introducing everything you put in Brawl, but like, Melee? Melee is I personally would uh, will ultimate 
I just, I'm a character junkie, so I just like all the characters in Ultimate. So Ultimate will always be like the best Smash Brothers to me. But I, I understand, like as far as like tournament aspect, like ain't nothing fucking with Melee. Nothing. No. Oh, Smash Brothers. 2020. They put 17. For real. 2020. Also, this podcast started in 2020, so there was that, too. A lot of shit happened this year. Let's let's just... Ugh. Let's just hope 2021 feels better. The only thing is, when you say 2021, it's still 2020 in it. And it's 2020 in it until 2030. You gotta have 2020 until part nine. So if you think 2020 was a bad year, you're in for nine very horrible sequels. That being said, though, uh, thank you all for joining us for this special episode. Just a wrap up. You know, a lot of shit happened this year that we just had to get off of our chest. Uh, thank you all for visiting. Dumpster Fire. 2020 clear vision. 2020 <laughs> clear vision. 2021 motherfucking, uh, 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 what do you call it? Stigmatism. <laughs>